Hello and welcome to Juggling Podcast number... Uh, 57. 57, that's right. And uh, my name is Luke Boich. I'm Paula Brentler. And we are at the EJC. This is EJC Reports Part 2. Of course, we already did one on and Thursday. the last part. And the last part, Part 2 and the final part. Although we have got some cool interviews that we recorded here at the EJC as well. So those will be coming out over the next few weeks as well. Some more EJC-themed um, podcasts over the next few weeks. What do you think, Paula? Yeah. The interviews were great, and I, I actually listened to them because I was there. Yeah, well, you were there for one of them. Um, the other one, I didn't. Uh, I did without you. Cool. Anyway, so uh, we left you last day, last time round on uh, on Thursday, wasn't it? Thursday we'd been done the last open stage that we were organising, and we'd uh, um, done the fight night and stuff. And then, so what did we do Thursday then? I think we mainly hang out. Yeah, we didn't actually go to any show on... I didn't go to any show on Thursday. I just hang out, played combat for a long time, which has pretty much actually been my um, the running theme of my week since not I've not been organising the, the open stages anymore. It's been hanging out in the gym, chatting, playing combat, and um, that's about it. Yeah, we watched the gala show as well. Yeah, so, yeah, let's just skip forward but to I Friday. Think we, I think we should do a, a whole gala show report itself. Really? Like a whole show just on the EJC gala show? Not really. Okay, I've got the notes. Let's, let's skip forward to the gala show. They did three gala shows, one on Thursday night, two, one on Friday afternoon, and one on Friday night. Apparently, the one that on Thursday night, um, we heard back, and some people were saying, oh, it's the best juggling show I've ever seen. And other people were saying, uh, no, didn't enjoy it at all. Some people were walking out of it and uh, other things. Oh, really? like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time the host was coming on stage, I was told he was being booed off stage. So I was really interested to see uh, this gala show, to see what it was like. So, Polo, do you want to just talk about a little bit about the start of the show? Uh, the start of the show was Carlos and Toto? Well, before that was the host of the show. Oh, yeah, the host. No, I don't want to talk about it. Thank you don't want to talk about the host? Yeah, he, he was a guy we've actually seen before, and he was fantastic hosting the show in Freiburg Convention when we were there a few years ago. It was really, really good. And he did the shadow stuff, he did this hand puppet stuff, he did ventriloquism, he did all kinds of great stuff on stage. Yeah, he was one of my favorite, uh, favorite hosts ever. Yeah, because he, he was really entertaining, he did a really good job, really good introductions. Anyway, this time round, he was hosting the show, but he wasn't hosting the show as himself. He was hosting the show as his two hands um, and Which didn't have a character yeah the yeah two hands didn't have a character so he held his hands up and as and like did this puppet kind of show with without puppets that's pretty much what it was and then he did the same two characters just as uh, just as shadows and one of them spoke like this one of them spoke like that so in the end the guy hosting the show was just two people speaking to each other yes no, i am hence speaking to each other oh yeah his voice okay yeah so we just had a man talking to himself on stage as the introduction so let's get on to oh yeah by the way it was so bad that like i said before people were walking out the night before because he was doing it all in german and nobody was understanding and uh, and this time he did it all in english which was a real pity because his improvisation in english and his english speaking skills are really 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 terrible yeah i guess he lost the last of the character they might have had his hands yeah his hands might have had so uh, he would just say and now the next act is very fantastic yes it is very fantastic yes he's going to do this for us yes he is are we ready no i'm not sure and i'm not taking the piss it was actually like that and worse really really bad so what happens is it got so bad that i was actually just sticking my fingers in my ears and closing my eyes and sort of waggling my fingers in so i couldn't hear him and i couldn't see him and i did that sort of from the middle of this first half onwards and from then on i really really enjoyed the show it's fantastic because the acts themselves are absolutely fantastic it's just the host every time he came on stage was just killing the energy yeah, they just would have de uh, deserved 
deserved a lot more applause. What, the act? Yeah. yeah. They didn't get the applause they, they deserved. Although, in the second half, all but one act got a standing ovation, uh, which was amazing. I mean, you don't really get that very often in a juggling show, but the collection of acts that they had put together was really good. So let's just go straight off at the top here. Uh, Toto and Carlos doing club juggling, which was an interesting act. I, don't, I think it's more of a work in progress because they really need to get the start sorted out. It took them ages to actually get to the juggling. And before that, we'd, we'd had the host going on for ages before we'd even got to the act. So it's just like, uh, get on with it, guys. They came out with flashing glasses, and then they took the glasses off, put the hoods up, and then they took the hoods down and put a hat on. Then they took turned the head, ha hoods around and then took the jackets off. They went through like four image changes before they even got to the start of the juggling, and then they just and did juggling. They didn't have an image. Yeah, and then they didn't have an image. They were just sort of wobbling around on stage. So uh, uh, Polar's... Uh, uh, really good juggling. Yeah, fantastic juggler. Else. Yeah, but the, the act itself, they really need to get a director in to sort of put that together. Polo actually said at that point, as they were doing all this stuff and not actually getting anywhere, not actually juggling, you said, uh, your comment was, this show is called 10,000, which I thought was a fantastic comment going back to the uh, EJC caravan and the Gandini show there. If, uh, if you don't know what that is, well, you don't get the joke, but there you go. So, um, so... Then the host comes back on stage and my brain actually started leaking out the side of my head. Anyway, we had have, we have Pavel uh, Rusilov, Pavel Rusilov, who did ball juggling. I'd actually seen that uh, routine before um, on video. So seeing it live was amazing. He's sort of like a, a Victor Key style, lots of ball juggling, flowing stuff. His three ball and five ball is absolutely amazing. And he finishes off with nine balls on stage, which he actually managed to get third attempt. Polo was convinced it was a, uh, it was a big circus finish, but, um, you know. I wished that. Yeah. I wasn't convinced. I wished that. Yeah. And then we had Trespass, who came out, and uh, they did their, their sideways Diablo extravaganza um, on top of a piano, which was a nice touch. But again, we'd seen that piece before, I think. Have you seen it before? Yeah. yeah. And, and it was too slowly, because it f all, all the first half felt really slowly. Yeah, and uh, anyway, I wrote another note here saying, I hate the host, a character is never genuine. Go back to the very second ever podcast and I talk about how to host a show. Um, the guy who hosted the show is pretty much the best example of the opposite of what you should have done in every single situation that I mentioned there. Forget all of my previous examples that I've used. This guy is going to be the example that I use in my how to host a show workshop from here on in. Anyway, next up we had Nata from uh, Russia again, who is uh, who did her foot juggling. And um, it was quite interesting, actually. Like, I like that piece where she does the rings and swings around the foot at all. But again... Yeah. But we saw it, so... We've seen it before. And again, she actually had some slow music, so it was another slow act there again. And um, then West Beden came out and injected a bit of energy into the routine. Again, we'd seen that routine before as well. We yeah, but he looked a bit rushed. He was rushed. Yeah, but it was too much. Yeah. Rushed. In my opinion. Yeah, he should... Getting from one side to the other, get it going back on stage, going forward on stage, doing tricks, and w you just felt like, <gasps> shit, 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 too much. Yeah, you just want him to sort of stop juggling for a second and just take, a, just take a second, take out one of the little routines there. But otherwise, I really enjoy his juggling, and it's... Uh, uh, yeah, very interesting as well, and a bit of energy, like I said. And then I put, I am now putting my fingers in my ears. At this point, I started putting my fingers in my ears. I actually kept made a note of that. Next up, we had Trespass again, and they did their sort of like sideways Diablo thing with the where you can, they have like these extendy poles out the edges of the Diablo, so you can just hold it in your hand, spinning sideways on your hand like a spinning top. It worked really well the first time I saw it. Then the second time I saw it, it was good too. But now we were sitting way back up in the middle, a long way away from the stage, and we just couldn't see really what was going on there so much. So when they were holding the Diablo in the hand and doing all this cool stuff, the Diablo was spinning, but you couldn't see it spinning. So it looked like they were just holding on to Diablos and passing them to each other. They didn't seem to, it was very beautiful, but there wasn't seem to be any skill involved in, in long 
long sections of that, which is a real pity. And then we had um, a, a group called Starbucks. Was it Starbucks? Yeah, it was Starbucks. Again, we only know it was called Starbucks because uh, we couldn't hear the host of what he was introducing the acts as, uh, or we couldn't hear them afterwards because when, when everyone was clapping, he would just go... while people were clapping, so you could never actually hear the names after the act itself. But they were called Starbucks because they had Starbucks written on the backs of the T-shirts. And they did this whole physical comedy piece, mime piece as well, and it was uh, really, really funny, a bit politically incorrect in, in many places in the routine. Uh, but I was giggling and... Uh, laughing very much during this uh, during this routine uh, again I wouldn't want to spoil it but they, they come out on stage and they do this microphone thing and there's a technical problem and it turns out it's not a technical problem it's all choreographed which is actually normally quite funny except in a show where there's already technical problems to then pretend there's technical problems I don't find that funny at all anyway Okay, so then there was a pause, which was pretty cool, and then we moved straight on to the second half. First of all, cavemen bouncing on trampolines called Circulation de Local, or whatever it's called. Circulation Local. That's it, but you say it so much smoother than I can. Again, we didn't actually know... I didn't even know what you meant when you said it. Okay, but again, the, the host didn't actually manage to announce these on stage before they came on, and then afterwards, he didn't announce their name clearly enough, so I'm sure most people didn't have a clue who they were seeing. But it was lots of bouncing around on trampolines. We'd, we'd seen this, this kind of thing in the, um, in the Addicted DVD, that section that we really like. So it was good to actually see them live finally, uh, which we, was really good. That was one of the main highlights of the show. Next up, we had um, uh, Thomas Dietz doing his... Um, his a routine, which to be honest, I, I think shouldn't have been on an open stage. But then again, the guy booking him on stage, uh, it should have been on an open stage or renegade, not in a gala show. Let me put it that way, because while the juggling was top notch, you know, and I've seen him, but I've seen him do it a lot cleaner, and uh, I've seen him uh, seen him a much better act with that same juggling. It seems like he's got one set of juggling tricks that he performs, and then puts various different computer game themes around it. Uh, and this just wasn't polished at all. I mean, why? Did you did you understand it in German? Why was he Superman in the end? Uh, I think it was the computer game. Kind of. Exactly. It's like in a in a virtual reality world, anything can happen. But the thing is, he just put it together. He told me afterwards. Yeah. If you if you just putting that together, seriously, say no. I'm not ready to be on an EJC gala show with that act. I think. Uh, then we had Pascal doing hats, which is uh, which was pretty cool. Um, and then we had Duo Silvius who um, were an acrobatics couple who came on and did this love story piece, which I really liked. Fantastic. It was absolutely amazing. These guys are doing s really, really good skills, and the characters Very were... Very skillful, yeah. high shit. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Shit. It was the shit. shit. It was hot shit, yeah. Uh, it was uh, really, really, really cool stuff. The characters were great as well in the story. But again, I wouldn't want to give it too much away. Not, say, like the host of the show who said, coming up now is this beautiful love story between these two people. And they come on stage, it's like, well, I'm sure the love story part wasn't meant to be explained beforehand. Uh, then we had Get the Shoe, which was Get the Shoe, and they were really good. I uh, can't really say very much about Get the Shoe. We talked about them yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have um, Alexander Kul Kulakov. Kulikov, Kulikov, who was the ring juggler. Again, I've seen the, some of this act on, or most of this act on uh, uh, YouTube before, and but seeing it live was absolutely amazing. Here we have a ring juggler who is by far the best three, no, by far the best five ring juggler. I mean, his skills are absolutely amazing. And uh, we actually did an interview with him and Alexander. So if you want to know more about that, pretty much maybe listen in next week. Just Alexander, also Pavel. Yeah, that's what I just said, and Pavel. Uh, Alexander and Pavel, uh, the two uh, male Russian artists in the show doing their stuff so we don't really want to spoil it too much explaining what goes on in their acts but just check out the interview next week next up and finally on the show oh again the host was like check out Alexander Kulikov with his rings that change colour and it's like great 
Thanks for just giving away the rings. He said with his colourful rings. Oh, was it colourful rings? Yeah, but he came out with white rings, so you knew he had changed colour. Again, it's like, thanks for giving away the really cool trick aspect of this. Anyway, fantastic ring juggling. By far the best act for me, skills-wise as well. Finishing off with William Wei Lang Lin, who's pretty much the best performing diabolist, solo diabolist that you see around at the moment. And uh, yeah, high energy act, sort of like a single mistake in the whole of it. Um, but again, we, I talked to a lot about him on the BJC two years ago when he was here there. So if you, if you want to hear more about him and his act, check out that. So overall, Polo, what do you think about the gala show? Someone said the best and worst show ever. And I think <laughs> that fits yeah. quite perfectly. Yeah, me too. The best single collection of acts and of the acts we've seen, the, the most technical, d technically difficult and you proficient. The whole show, yeah. it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> again, if they'd have just That's had... If they'd have had anybody hosting except the guy hosting. If they'd, literally, if they'd have just given a microphone to somebody and just said, could you just go out here and say, that was this person. Next up, this person. And just walked off stage again. It would have been so much of a better show. But every time they stopped, they had to like move this stuff around. I was here. Sorry. That's what, the, that's what the host made me think, but the rest of the show, absolutely, absolutely fantastic. And as I said, every act in the second half except one got a standing ovation. That is a sign of a really shit-hot show, and most of them in the first half did as well, actually, come to think of it. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, then what did we do uh, afterwards on, on Friday? We went to see Extra Art back here pretty cool again yeah we saw them in Lensburg last year and they have a really nice show really good stuff yeah but to be honest I like them better when they do 45 minutes yeah because when you have a one and a half hour show or yeah. however long it yeah. was you have to have filler yeah and it's a pity <laughs> to have filler yeah. when you can do a really really strong 45 minute show but they were great anyway. I really loved the show. Yeah, I'm so glad we went to see them again. And we did recommend it to quite a few other people. And they actually came up to us afterwards and said, hey, thanks for that. It was uh, really good. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty cool. Then later on on Friday night, I pretty much came back here and uh, played three and a half hours straight of combat, which was um, a lot of fun again. And that pretty much wrapped up my, my Friday. I didn't really do very much else on Friday except come back and play combat for a long time and chat to friends in the gym. I chatted, had party. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. And then Saturday, what did we do yesterday, really? It was uh, pretty much just the games, I guess. We got, we got up and started getting the games ready, didn't we? My parents came along. Oh, yeah, Paula's parents came along yesterday, which was, which was really nice. Um, so talk a, bit, a little bit about the games. How do you think they went, Paula? And explain a bit about the setup, too, in case people are wondering what was going on. The setup was we planned to do them in, like, in the artist field, between the tents. And then the weather wasn't great. Between the big tops, not the tent. Yeah, and then the weather wasn't great and we thought uh, we can't trust it and the ground was a bit wet so we decided to do it either in the hall, in the gym or in front of it. But then the technicians had to know like where exactly because they had to put up the, the music stuff. And yeah, so we decided to do them in the gym. Weather outside was by that time of course fantastic. But very windy though. But very windy, yeah. And then we had to change a few times the place in the gym where to do it. And it was all a bit of a hassle. To yeah, it wasn't so great. Because really, normally, I really hate closing down the whole gym just to do the games for a few it hours. It worked out in the end. I'm happy we did it like that. Yes, it was great. But we managed to clear a big space. The thing is, everyone was miles and miles and miles away. And there were so many people. And all of the games took ages. Literally, there's a few thousand people watching. And for every game that took place, maybe we'd have like four or five hundred jugglers getting up to do the five one and 
endurance. Another 300 jugglers getting up to do the balance endurance. And then we did this kids game, which is normally just a surefire hit. I mean, it's just absolutely hilarious. And you get through the kids and you get them to run around and group into different numbers. It just yeah, took ages. But not when the kids have like 10, 15 different nations. Yeah, and different languages, languages between them. Languages, ages. Normally you don't get kids that are like three, four years old because they are too scared. But they did it this time and they couldn't even speak English or German or whatever and it was just a big mess and I would have loved to stop it in the middle but of course you can't do it. Yeah, it's not really fair. But we were getting a bit of a slow hand clap from some people in the back trying to get a move on. But in the end we did we did finish it off with the funny thing where you get the kids to chase me and stuff. So it was there was a bit of a payoff at the end. But otherwise, yeah, all the games run smoothly. Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I, heard, I had a lot of good comments about them. Yeah, And I thought there wouldn't have been not a good atmosphere but like that much of energy yeah but the people sitting on the chairs said there was a lot of energy it just didn't arrive yeah we were we were like sort of literally between us and the next people there's like 40 meters worth of space between us and the front row from where we were standing at the back and then maybe 60 70 80 meters between us and the back of the crowd so we just really couldn't couldn't get on with it yeah so uh, oh yeah and uh, jeff lutkus won the coin juggling and what did he get 170 euros 77 euro 177 euros for coin juggling here biggest hat on a coin game ever i think yeah yeah Okay, yeah, that's probably that's probably true actually. So the coin juggling competition was a big success, and the prizes. He asked, he asked like, "Oh, can I have a towel?" Because the towels were the prizes, and I said, "Yeah, you can buy it for 177 euro." Yeah, the the prizes that Polo worked out were towels with EJC Games winner on them, which are yeah, really stitched nice. Stitched on it. Yeah, stitched on it, embroidered on it, and really good quality stuff as well, which I was very impressed with. So, yeah, Ben then comes up to me and says, hey, Luke, do you want to try out for again for this uh, for this juggling world record? Because we tried uh, 18 balls and 19 and 20 balls earlier on in the week, and we didn't quite get it. So then last night we came down and we thought, let's check out the, uh, the 19 ball juggling. We spent a while doing it, and we managed to get it. So if you want to check this out, out, the new world record, the most objects ever passed between two people, 19 balls between two people for 19 catches. Uh, we managed to do it. Check on YouTube. Just look for Luke Burridge on YouTube and look for my video stream. Uh, Paula, I didn't actually show you the video, did I? Uh, well, you can see it on YouTube as well. I'll send you the link. I'll do. Okay. And then last night, what did you do last night? Because we did that instead of going to the open stage. How was the open stage? Just quickly. Uh, two open minutes. stage, too many acts, uh not very great acts. The first and the last act were fantastic. Atmosphere was really good. Otherwise, just too long. Three and a half hours. Show. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Including the break. That's including... Three and a half hours. That is way too long. And at one point as well, they had this big fireworks display and they did this big fire juggling show outside, but I didn't get to see that. Then last night, again, it was about another two hours playing combat in the gym for me. I had, I'd actually, in 40 games, I managed to win 14 matches. So I was actually keeping track of my wins and losses. Uh, so more than a third of the games I played, I won. Yeah, and uh, what did you do late last night, Polo? Because I was mainly playing combat and chatting and showering. The party. The party? The party tent with my parents and we danced and drank until four, half past four in the morning. Pretty cool. Well, that pretty much wraps oh, up. And I did stage diving for the first time. Yeah. And it was so cool. I really enjoyed it. You didn't tell me about that. When? when oh, yeah. I've done it. <laughs> yeah, we've been pretty much going around and packing stuff up. And, uh, oh, and my parents fell down that hill. Oh, yeah, they did a running dive down yeah, the hill. Yeah, but they didn't do it on purpose. My mum started slipping because the grass was a bit wet yeah. and was really steep. So she started running and then she couldn't stop and ru yeah. ran quicker and quicker. And she caught my dad. They were both running down until they 
splashed down on the ground on the on the gravel yeah. and my mum has got like a really bleeding knee now my yeah. dad has a completely open arm <laughs> and we went to the first aid and i thought yay that's my parents <laughs> pretty cool and then today's mainly mainly just packing up and saying goodbye to people so quickly polar one quick thing highlight of the convention because we really have to go now because we're packing things up and uh, and moving stuff around so polar let's quickly just go one highlight from the convention your biggest highlight that sticks out in your mind right now go i don't know Okay, for me, I guess it will be the Wednesday night open stage that I was hosting and, of course, getting the 18-ball flash, those two things. One was a, a, a public thing that I did and one was a very personal thing. Paula? Yeah, uh, my highlight was, I guess, for me, hosting the first show in front of, like, 1,500 people. Because you've never done that before? Yeah. Okay, then. Well, that pretty much wraps this up. So uh, uh, this is the EJC wrap-up. I'm sure we'll get more feedback and maybe in, uh, in the next, next podcast that we do, we'll maybe share a few more highlights yeah. and lowlights. And like high, low, all yeah. that stuff, and a bit more about the show or yeah. the hosting or, yeah. or the, own, uh, the single open stage shows. Yep. But now we really have to... Go. To hurry a bit. Yeah. yeah, we really have to go. So we'll wrap that up there at around about 20 minutes. So uh, see you next time. Bye and world peace. Woohoo!